Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to all the listeners everywhere, but especially the listeners in rehab. And recovering. Yeah. We love you. If you're listening from rehab, love that for you. We see you. We see you. Get well soon, bitch. And be out soon to come... Come back, to the show. Come back. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. It's so soon. It's so soon. We are now in the month that our next show will Two take place. Two and a half place. weeks or so. Yeah. Three Philly. Weeks. Philly. City Winery in Philly. We're, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to take Philadelphia by storm. Yeah, I, I too. It. I said Philadelphia. I was going to ignore Through that. Philadelphia. I was going to just Illy, keep Illy. on keeping on. But I'm excited for that for you. And we have a special announcement that we're 
<laughs> do we? Yeah, we're we, we're getting a tour van. Oh my god! Yeah, we're, we're carpooling with my parents. Our Rock of Love bus <laughs> does not have busty drunk women throwing microwavable exactly. lean cuisines around, but instead it has the O'Donnell the O'Donnell family, <laughs> which is arguably better. Definitely and more efficient. Mm-hmm. We won't have to take like detours for physical challenges we won't have to stay in strange themed motels yeah we won't have like a racist unwell person stealing our old gym socks and hoarding them under her bed oh that was so weird (laughs) prayers for her brandy was that her name i don't know okay i remember my parents are yeah they're they're driving me laura and simon up to boston so exciting so get ready (laughs) For the O'Donnell of Love bus to roll into town. Yeah. I'm I can't wait. It's I love driving with my parents. I love feeling like I like getting it feels like a kid again. Yeah, you're like it's like carpool. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting. Which is a good thing. Is Tony for gonna is Tony gonna be okay to come in the car? Yeah. Okay. My mom, when I told her that I was hitching a ride with yeah. your fam. She seemed really thrown by the Tony of it all. I mean, they had they drove down to Miami with Logan. Yeah, I mean, I'll we can ask obviously. Yeah. R.I.P. King. R.I.P. My sweet Logan. But I think he'll be okay. He's good. He sits in my lap. Yeah, little Tonya. Or we can put him in a crate. Hmm? Hmm? She um, said, "Make sure his bark collar's charged." Carpool is a great theme of tonight's episode. Tonight's episode was truly. This was... We might have to get into it because it's like an hour. Yeah, and we actually need to just go, go, go. Because okay. we're short... We have a hard out. We have a so, hard out. But there's a lot. We're going to get it all in, guys. Don't worry. My... My jaw... I experienced everything I love to experience watching a Housewives episode. I laughed. I got chills. My... I like... I got misty-eyed from just shock. Uh, my jaw was mm. on the floor by the end with like a crazed half smile. And... This, we have put in the work so that we could get the reward. We deserve this. We deserve this. The and they the have delivered. They have fucking delivered. We are being showered with the coins of Paymon. We are. It's, in the form of just Homeland Security. It's true agony and ecstasy shit. And it's a, I think it's going to be in the annals of like classic Housewives episodes. They have, I think cemented themselves as a cast like it's, the cast is really good right it's now it's crazy to me that this city this lesser kind of city not lesser lesser sized city like a smaller sized city is like probably the most talked about housewife in recent years it's not that surprising to me because i feel like and i feel like they need to start focusing on these like medium-sized cities medium-sized cities because that's where true drama lies and also i think you're gonna find a lot more people who are willing to like up the ante up the ante to get on tv like i think you have to go into smaller markets because the other ones are too saturated this brought it all i'm i'm so pleased i think that you know we had like two crazy episodes in one basically Mm -hmm. like the the Italian. Here, let's just go. So I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens. 
the Culinary Institute alone, mm-hmm. that was a whole episode. Giuseppe. That, that Giuseppe. That could have been a whole episode. Yeah. That was an episode, and then we got, like, the tag along of, of a the, lifetime. Yeah, and I was just, I couldn't even believe that it was an hour. Like, everything came together, and it felt like I was in the right place, like, doing the right thing with my life. It was the same length as Succession episode last night. Incredible. It was prestige HBO length. It was prestige. It was prestige reality. It was. It begins with Jen playing basketball with her son, Omar, who clearly fucking hates her. Yeah, he really doesn't like her. Her family does not like her. Not one of them enjoy her. No, I don't fault them whatsoever. I mean, Sharif is basically getting potentially made up ulcers just from being married to Jen. I don't think that they're... I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's he's so stressed that he's literally bleeding. He seemed stressed when he came in when she was packing. I know it's like getting ahead a little bit, but like his voice was like crap. I was like... Because he they knew. I really, yeah. really knew that the walls were caving in. <laughs> I really... Like, I, I, I think they knew they were going down. Yeah. We see uh, Justin on the pole, which I actually liked. Yeah. And then Lisa... Whitney we, goes, don't you think it's time we move the pole from... The family room to the bedroom. And he goes, I don't know. It's kind of, she goes, it's sort of the center of our home. The main focus of our home. (laughs) (laughs) The main focus of our home. But then they like swung around together and I was like, wait, I want this relationship. Yeah, he was like, he kind of had almost like a. He was limber. He was like very, yeah, he was, he was kind of lissom and graceful. Like, I was like, wait a second. Justin's. I'm not going to say hot, but I would say I would I'd be like, interested. I would like to scissor with my partner as we both string. I would yeah. like, I would just like the upper body strength to swing around a pole. I'd scissor with Then them. I would like to have a partner that can also sciz- swing around and then scissor as we both swing around the pole. I was like, this is the relationship that I'm looking for. I'd scissor with both of them on the pole. They start to scissor and then you jump up and you fully wrap your legs around just, both of them I'm and talking do just like, a body hug. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about like, I just want to like clothe scissor, scissoring on the pole. Yeah. Experiencing. I would simply <laughs> appreciate the upper body strength. Yeah. I want that core. I want to like just, I want to be in on it with them. Me too. Okay. And also I'll say this. Say it. For all you fucking haters. I no, know. there are no fucking haters. This episode actually made me like Whitney. Me too. I was like, all right, fine. I needed her to get I needed her to get abused by someone in order to win me over. Her reaction was extremely appropriate. But it it was also inappropriate at times, but I needed I just needed to see her get slapped around a little bit and then (laughs) then I was like, All right, I like you. She So Lisa's (laughs) son is playing with an Oculus. I'm telling you, I taught we were talking about her getting the family chipped. It's happening. Lisa existing in like virtual reality yeah. is a show all on its own. She goes, what game are you playing? I want to try. I want to try. And then she goes, oh my God, it's so much harder than it seems. It's like an actual workout. Wow, Henry, this is crazy. Also, she, Lisa has abs. I know. I was like, like, I'm like, you are not just, you're not, not working out. You're working out like eight days a week. Either she's not eating and just walking everywhere. No, she has a trainer. She's an athleisure. She's like wearing, she's a, she's like a decathlon athlete. I'm obsessed with like my obsession with Lisa reaches new heights with every passing episode. (laughs) Henry, the game he's playing is like, (laughs) 
killing people <laughs> in public. It's like slashing them yeah. in half with samurai swords. Yeah. Lisa just like murdered like 40 people in a row. Wow, mm-hmm. it's like a workout. I'm obsessed with Mary's beret. And she calls, she sits down to call all the girls because she's arranging a big, big luncheon an italian cooking lesson slash meal and so she's going to call each of the oh oh we lost the light well well there we go natural lighting for me um should we turn the other one off sure okay will you turn it off because i got a little boop boop on my lap mary's arranging this a cooking lesson and then a meal so she's gonna facetime each of the women and cordially invite them over the phone and if you don't answer you will answer to god yeah god will smite you she calls everyone. She calls Meredith at one point. Meredith is nude, I think, in bed <laughs> with her covers pulled up to her neck. And she goes, hi. Totally, like, pilled out. Meredith is pilled out for most of this episode. Her hair in this episode was... She was doing lots of things, but she was also serving looks. Mm-hmm. And... Looks. Looks. But the the catch with this culinary lesson, which is going to be held at the... Park City Culinary Institute. Noted. Noted. Noted Culinary Institute. You have to wear, you have to be on theme, which is Italian streetwear. Mary wants to kind of give the ladies a lesson in fashion. And she goes, for some reason, these women think they're bringing it. And she goes, not bringing it to me. I don't know what they're bringing. I don't know what they're bringing, which I love. It did show that photo of Whitney with her jeans with the sheer panels. And I was like, she deserves to at least be arrested and held in custody for six to 12 hours for that outfit. I was crying at like, they did like a little montage of all the bad, like questionable outfits and Meredith and her diamond face. That was amazing. I know Mary's a little heart. Meredith's Meredith brings it. Yeah. I think Mary's a little jealous of Meredith because Meredith always looks really good. Whitney on the other hand, I mean, she deserves to at least be like reprimanded by a judge. She does, she, yeah, she deserves a good, like, timeout. She should be put on probation for 30 days, mm-hmm. you know? So she calls each of the women. They're all down. They're all excited. They're like, yay, yay, we're going to do this. Like, fun, fun. She calls Whitney. Whitney doesn't answer. She calls her again. Doesn't answer. And she goes, well, that's enough for me. Like, you get two rings with Mary, and if you don't pick up, you're done. And you're just going to get a text, but you're also going to get the grudge of Mary Crosby. <laughs> And Cosby. And then Did you see the text? Like it was like this It was a novel sized text she sent to Whitney. So she was clearly like lambasting her as well as inviting her to this thing. I love that. Yeah. And then she's just simply not going to invite Jenny. Yeah. That was weird. Her anger at Jenny is very weird. But I also live for the drama of just straight up excluding someone and then talking shit about them at the function on the on Real Housewives. I, I think, think that that's great TV. I think Mary, in a way, is like hazing her. Yeah, I think so too. But I also like the way Jenny didn't handle that. She was like, whatever. Yeah, that's the best way to handle it. Jenny's. I you, really. Like I think Jenny. it's also Jenny screamed at Mary, and you just don't. You simply don't do that. I really like Jenny. I like her too, but I did you see like a TikTok from yeah. one of her family members who was like and she's like, and the twist, I'm her niece. Yeah. Who she was saying that they were like sketchy as hell. I'm like, of course they are. They're on real housewives. Yeah. Like But w- But for right now, for right for now just going by what we're seeing yes. on the show. And please, 
I, I've got, I got a lot of messages, the same exact message of people being like, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this about the TikTok about Jenny? Oh, really? So please, I have seen it. <laughs> and thank you so much for sending it to me. All I only you. got one and I was like, all I got right. four messages from people. I love, they just want you to see. Did you see this? They said, and I said, yes. Tony, um, Tony, so I appreciate you all reaching out to me. Um, <laughs> Meredith is fresh out of bed, ready to be just. Was Meredith getting like railed by Seth and then like. Oh, I pray. Post. She was there. Can you imagine them just like post. Post coital morning sex. Just a good old fashioned morning dick down. She was like this. Hi, Mary. I hope that she is getting railed by him. She is. She was, I desperately need a manicure and a pedicure. Desperately need a manicure and a pedicure. You know, that's what we're here for. They just have like a team of it. Like she is truly Lady Jessica. Mm-hmm. She has a team of attendants giving her an at-home mani-pedi. Pampering her. Pampering her. Honestly, Meredith, my queen, deserves to be pampered. I think I have a crush on Meredith, honestly. She has like this very, um, like nurturing energy even she's even soothing, through this, yeah she's very soothing and she is a mothering kind of energy i just want to lay my head i want to lay my head on her bosom while she wears that black leather jacket mm-hmm. and then touch the backless part yeah she has like she kind of is like the human equivalent of like a king cavalier like, she's not as floppy not as floppy but in terms of just like regalness mm-hmm. and being just like this do you know what I mean? Like she has this like essence of regality and but also probably like I feel like she's well, more like, of like a Weimariner. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She would just comfort you, I think. Yeah. She's She'd just like, sleeker than a king cavalier. There, there, she would say, and you would just be like She'll everything's gonna be okay. Meredith's here to listen okay. and she'll like help you. Mm-hmm. She'll like walk you back into the party. Mm-hmm. I just really love her. Um, she has like <laughs> this little like her little getting her gels off, so yeah. she has her foils on her nails. Jenny arrives, and Jenny says she hasn't talked to Mary since they all went tubing. Meredith says since tubing like eight times. <laughs> so I you haven't, haven't seen her since tubing. You haven't seen her since tubing. Since tubing. And that the last time you talked to her was when we all went tubing. When we went tubing. How did you like tubing? I love the flashback of Jenny going, so Mary, are we good? And Mary goes, sure. (laughs) (laughs) That number one sign that you're not good. Mary, I think, wanted to be mad at someone that day. I think she likes having an adversary. But I also think that she is... I think that Jenny screaming at Mary pretty off the bat as a new cast member was a really huge mistake on her part. But I like it. No, I like it. I'm saying it's a huge mistake for her to get in Mary's good graces. Like she, she basically dug her own grave in that moment. But for us, it was amazing. And depending on her longevity on the show, like she will at some point sort of be an OG Jenny. Yeah. So she's, she is season two. She's earning her stripes. Mm-hmm. I love Meredith. You just see her out of nowhere, just holding a glass of white wine and sipping it with her foils yeah. on true woman in the lap of luxury. When Meredith is treated like a queen, 
I feel better about life. Mm-hmm. Like I want nothing but the best for her. Yeah, I want to be getting a petty with her. I I like if I was Seth, I'd be like showering her with like diamonds and furs and mm-hmm. just like treating my lady right. I think he is. Yeah, I'd be like drawing a bath for her, making mm-hmm. sure it's like the perfect temperature. It's rose water. Putting the bubbles in and then being like lighting some beautiful expensive candles and being like you just relax. Take as much time as you need. Meredith is I feel like her sex and like her sexuality is very just like sensual i think so it's very like almost like 90s like okay big 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 candles like thick wicker candles and like i'm like full lesbian for meredith but i'm also convinced that we're meant to be because i watched that goop sex show on uh netflix and i only got like partially through the first episode before I had to take to Google and Mm. just start doing research on the people that were on there. But it was a woman who was, she invented something like your sexual blueprint. So of course I like went online and paid $17 to take the test to find out that my sexual blueprint is sensual. Wow. And then I was like, it's all about like smells and feelings and tastes and well, like you're a candle. True, I know, and I was like, I am really sensual. This is you're like, and so when you said that about Meredith, I was like, we are one. You're playing like you gotta be cool. You gotta. I'm be cool. Meg Ryan in City of Angels when she just that draws is, that bath. That is totally <laughs> what I was trying to say. Meredith's sexuality is City of Angels aesthetic. Yes, with just leaves inside. Places windows that, open, windows blo- open, blowing in rain. <laughs> Laurel Canyon, yeah, just like candles, giant lit, candles, and like bath, and just like pleasuring oneself. Yeah, an inexplicable <laughs> like black chandelier hanging from the ceiling. The contrast of like black and white, just like colors, and letting yeah. yourself being carried away by the just raw sensuality of the moment. And yes. I think I really understand that. That's about her. it. That is Meredith Mark's sexuality is City of Angels. Yeah, it's like and like lay her down on like a fluffy comforter. Yeah, and, and like she's fold like, it over her. And then you're and then and then you're just like and stroke her hair, yeah. brush her hair. That sexuality is just like you like being in a bathtub, and there's just like leaves on your tile bath floor and you're like why are there leaves in here but i don't care because they're just blowing in with the wind i like you're sensual so you like the sound of like a yeah. dry leaf and then you just like jerk off amongst like a bunch of leaves and candles and just like the drapes like blowing in from, <laughs> yes. oh my god i'm like getting turned on right that's now. <laughs> meredith that is her to a t mm-hmm. it's like late 90s and like a beautiful plush terry cloth bathrobe. Exactly. And you like shave each other's legs. That's your like lesbian like. That is my lesbian love language with Meredith is like I'll shave her legs. You need to like if she comes on our show at any point <laughs> you guys have to like. I have to shoot my shot. Just shoot your shoot shot. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. I'm like how would you feel about me shaving your legs? <laughs> She'd be like it's something I could consider. I would engage. I'm disengaging from the <laughs> she conversation. would fully disengage from me. Yeah, I think she's very much like. I would love, love to be a guest in the bedroom with her and Seth. I'll just say it. That could be that arranged. Could be, she would say. Yeah. Um, we could maybe be open to that. Seth and I are 
trying some new things this year. So potentially that could be something we'll talk about. I love it. Heather and her daughter get lunch <laughs> at yet another Italian restaurant. Venito. Venito? Mm-hmm. Where's that? I don't know. Oh, I thought, I like, just, I no, thought we I passed just, it. No. I we were just like, Venito, you know, because we're very well-versed in <laughs> love SLC now. SLC is Italian re- mecca. Of the Southwest. I had no idea. I had no idea either, but it's just this one delicious Italian restaurant after the next. And we have only simply dipped our toes into the water. Whenever there's a transition shot and they show the trolleys, I like scream. Me too. I wrote, just another day in God's great state of Utah. Yeah. Because our hotel was right outside the trolley line. Mm -hmm. Ding, ding, ding goes the trolley. (laughs) So Heather and her daughter are going to meet her niece and her niece's husband. Caroline. Caroline is the middle child of Heather's older sister who's like a staunch Mormon. So Caroline was always sort of raised to be like the perfect Mormon girl and she was very devoted and she went on a missionary she went on her missionary she got married her husband's Mormon and I guess in the last few months the two of them have like completely been turned off by the church they're like no thanks no No more and they're they're turned off by their kind of retro or their dated social views on like non-white people and and like gays gay people yeah. so they're like they're, they seem like cool people they really came around i love that they're 25 and married i'm like what's that like and i like they looked alike too heather and her daughter heather's daughter and caroline looked alike yeah there's that mormon genealogy pool but i was obsessed with them this like innocent mormon couple like trying to be like drink vodka I mean, yeah, like, were, what will we drink like i guess we'll just try some vodka like they're so cute of them yeah they were describing like the first time they ever drank was literally three months prior because they're having some wine which at first i was like whoa like they're gonna drink and then when they said they're not in the church anymore i was like heather got another one you know i know um but they a few months prior tried vodka had to distill it down completely because it was so disgusting for them so then they took shots i I was like wow they're gonna become like alcohol bold i know i was like you guys actually like don't i wanted to get in there and be like you don't actually need to drink drink. it's not even that great yeah they're gonna have like some weed (laughs) have sex i look forward to all their like subversive anal that they have ahead of them they were cute they were cute he was cute covid changed everything for them yeah they just sort of so heather explains they all make a joke that like they cheers and they go, here's to being in the outer realms <laughs> and the outer darkness, the outer darkness. So Heather breaks down the levels of like divinity and heaven, I guess. Yeah. Post the afterlife, the afterlife. So it's celestial, which is like when you're full blooded Mormon, I think. And she goes, and then terrestrial. And she goes, where like Lisa Barlow is, which I thought was a, you know, Lisa saw that and got oh, steamed, steamed, but she drinks, right? Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. So terrestrial, I guess. Yeah. And then telestial, which is... Us. I think we're at telestial. Non-believe... Or like non-Mormons and like serial killers. Yeah. So we're on the same level. We're on Dahmer level. Yeah. And then... And then outer darkness. (laughs) It's where Heather and her niece and daughter are, which is people who've had all the testaments and sacraments of Mormonism and then have left the church anyway. So I like knowing that we're like one level above them. Yeah. So just like starting out. So Heather's like basically 
Jeffrey Dahmer is higher up on the, the food chain than me, which I'm like, hell yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Religion is a wild thing because even like... I love the Outer Darkness. That sounds like... Outer Lord Darkness of... is like a good streetwear brand to start. It's also like Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Like... It's also just made up fairy tales. Fairy tales. Guys, like Mormonism is insane. Like we've talked about it before, but like it is truly like some of the... <laughs> It's a, it's insane. It's more insane to me, and I think I'm I'm de I know I'm biased because I was raised to be a good Christian Southern Baptist, and yeah. I, Mormonism I was smeared left and right. But truly, like the Bible is an insane thing. The Bible's Catholicism like, is fucking crazy. But like Mormonism is wild they're like this man found these things buried in the ground and then like led everyone to like utah well just i mean i won't go into it but like the idea that jesus came to america and then not only did he come to america he went to upstate new york yeah that's where jesus went when he came here he buried some shit the israelites the were in upstate new york and was like you better find it. You better find it one day. Joseph Smith. My mom and I remember my mom being like, and it was founded by a man and listen to what his name was. Joseph Smith. Remember that she name. Was, would you believe a man named Joseph Smith? And I was like, no. Yeah, but like, would you believe a man named Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is a more official name than Joseph Smith. Oh my God. This is very random, but I was on like kind of a tan like wormhole internet yes, day yes yes go yes on. yes and there's a theory that jesus died and went to japan and lived and there's like a like a, for a vacation no like or no, no he didn't die he didn't he when he was crucified someone stepped in for him and he like fled and went into hiding in japan <laughs> and he has a tomb in japan no yeah who he like started this rumor no there's like a mound of earth and this village in japan or this town this small town and it's it's called like the tomb of christ wait, it's, wait. It's, it's crazy so they're saying that so jesus instead of dying on the cross they were like we're gonna kill you and he was like okay but then someone well, like, all else the, all the stuff that was that happened was happening and then jesus instead someone was like christ i will take your spot wait the night before yeah like the day of someone was like let's switch Okay. And then Christ was like, great, I'm going to go into hiding in Japan. And he lived there and married a woman and they had kids. And Who like, believes this? This town? Japanese people do? There's like people like that a believe small, it. a small town of, in yeah, Japan. Yeah, there's other like, areas too. They said he went to somewhere else. Russia, maybe? I'm obsessed. It's crazy. I love that. It's like, would not be an easy thing to travel from like nazareth or rome or wherever he was but like what's what's who's to say that's any crazier than him dying on the cross and coming back to life no it's not but i love like i'm like the logistics of that like he was i know I, this is where i'm getting like i feel like my christian well did they beliefs even, like did they even know up. about each other like did, how would they get in the place like he was a prisoner 
Right. It wasn't like he was just like roaming around and then they were like, please show up for your crucifixion at 9 a.m. sharp tomorrow. Well, like Asia was thriving and like they were like, we don't fucking know about Jesus. Like they were doing their own thing. No, it's a great place for Jesus to go because it's like he's very much under the radar. I see like why he would want to go to Japan. Also, Japan's the shit. But like, cool. I'm like, okay, so how did you do this switcheroo? Funnel Jesus out? And then like what ship did he get on? Like who took him to Japan? Well, he traveled by land. And then cross... Japan's an island, though. No, I know, but, like, are you talking about, like... Like, how did Oh, he... I don't know. I guess they took... They got to the end of... A, like, they know. just rode some donkeys for months and months and months, and then... then found a ship to take him to Japan. Yeah. And I then be... he lived... I like that What he... I'm trying to say is I believe it, and I subscribe to this theory. He... I like that he then lived there and got married and had kids. I believe Jesus So lived... then who... So then did this person that stepped in for him resurrect? I don't know. God was like, all right, you've now taken... But I would... I need to know more about this. I'll send send you a link and you can post it on Patreon. So, so like, if this is true... Yeah. Then we've been, like, standing just some random stranger that, like, stepped in and was like, I'll do it. But he's the real Jesus that resurrected resurrected him. God was like, I guess I'll go along with this. Yeah, I'll... The Shroud of Turin and all Please that. Please don't tell anyone. And they're like, your secret's safe with me. But then somehow it got out. And now the truth is upon us. I mean, I believe Jesus went to Japan over Jesus went to upstate New York. I believe that Jesus died right. and was resurrected over both of those things. And it's shocking that I mean, I'm shocking myself by even <laughs> saying that. And but I, that's I think I believe that. Over him going to Japan slash... Over him getting... Rochester. Secretly (laughs) wife-swapped out with someone. He literally... You're telling me, like, wife-swapped. Yeah. I love. I've got to know more. It's pretty wild. No, it's very wild. Anyway. um, So they talk. They, like, LOL about being kind of outcasts. And then Heather's like, well, stick with me, girl. We'll, like, get really drunk together and pick up men. Imagine Heather as a diehard Mormon nightmare terrible like her bolero bridesmaid jacket moment and like her being like i probably didn't get her anything off her registry just like a get like we've all known that type of person and i'm just really proud of her journey me too yeah she said i think one of her sisters left and she for her wedding gift like didn't even get her a gift because she was so like horrified by her being not mormon yeah and i think she said if i did get her something i got her something that said like reevaluate your faith or yeah. something or like i'll pray for you she was like mandy Moore and saved mm-hmm. but like probably much worse yeah she made them do a custom bolero if you're mm-hmm. in a place of custom bolero bridesmaid mm-hmm. you've gone too far yeah jen and Stu go snowshoeing yeah, okay, so this is where I start thinking, like, Shaw Squad had the tip off that they were getting busted, because either this was filmed after, or, but this felt very rehearsed and, like, storyboarded. Yeah, I was like, this is bull, this is bullshit. They just creep me out so much, and they're just enabling each other, and they go snowshoeing. Stuart's wearing a, a, that hat with Stuart- a weird upside-down spider web. Stuart's like clamping this woman who's not his wife's feet into... Someone sent me something that was like, apparently Stuart's wife... I don't know where I saw this. It was like, apparently Stuart's wife didn't even know he worked for Jen Shaw. Like, she thought that he worked in like some totally different industry. 
But not only is he working for her, he's like her servant. He's her henchman. Can you imagine being someone and seeing your husband like basically like turning on the TV, piggybacking, letting a woman piggyback on him all the time? No, that's why I was like, he's gay, and then he's gay. But then he could just be like a cock. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like a a straight little bitch of a man. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's. I'm not saying like. I'm just men can obviously, but like the way that Jen treats him, it's like it's she treats him it's like intimate. A, it's very intimate. It's intimate and like that would be inappropriate to treat someone, someone that, like that around like their partner that, and even someone that's married. I don't think you would treat like that. I wouldn't even treat like a. I mean, I wouldn't treat anyone like that. No, <laughs> she treats Stuart. Sociopath. But they are like a bad Disney villain. She's like, <laughs> She's it's like, like Jafar and like his parrot. No, it's something. like the Emperor's New Groove. She's like Earth, <laughs> the Eartha Kit. She's like the evil like woman trying to get become the emperor they are like disney level yeah, though they he's me yeah and she's captain hook yeah um her talking about her sacrifices building multiple businesses yeah she's trying to put it out there that she's this altruistic businesswoman and she's like delusion she's like i do it for the families of the people like we take care of our own and i'm like okay you're defrauding old people yeah, you're literally stealing senior citizens' like savings accounts. That's so dark sided. I really think that they had some kind of awareness that they were being monitored, and this was all like to put it out there for when they get arrested. I'm sure. And I just wrote, "Have Jen and Stuart fucked?" Maybe. Or is he gay? And he's closeted. I could see her like physically abusing him and then him later like jerking off to remembering her like kicking him in the butt with her high heels he has like migs vibes from sounds of the lambs (laughs) (laughs) you've been in a place of migs lately he's come up a lot true star he's a little bit migs easily manipulated yeah but jen is no like anthony hopkins Jen's not that smart. No. That's the thing. She's so, like, she's, I mean, she's charismatic in a, in a weird way and, like, manipulative, but she's not smart. No. Clearly. If she was, she wouldn't be getting caught like getting... this. Her also saying her son Omar is, like, closer to her now than ever. I was like, I don't think so, babe. I've seen the footage. She's like, I've had to make so much sacrifices as, like, a parent. Like, my kids didn't really know me that well growing up because of all the businesses. I'm also, like, why do you have so many businesses? It, to me, is a red flag if you have, like, 20 businesses. Yeah. Have three. Have, like, yeah, have a, be an entrepreneur. Businesses and, like, should be, like, kids. Like, you can have one to three, and then any more than that is egregious, and I don't trust you. But her kids probably are sensing deception in their parent and not wanting to be around that. Her kids are like, why is mom so crazy? She screams at dad all day and, like, is she throws screaming phones at and throws phones at people. Um... But now it's time for Italian cooking class. Yeah, it's Mary arrives. She's terrorizing the woman, setting everything up. She she's so mean. The way she speaks to people who are like Beneath in her, service in of her or whatever is truly insane to me. The like negging that goes on and like the inability to just say, "Oh, I would actually just love it if we could put this here and this here." She goes, "Oh, do you guys not? Do you guys know how to read?" Like she, in the way she says it, it's like, oh, okay. I just want to make sure because everything's kind of yeah. She does this like earn it. She, it's like faux earnest, scary. 
It's scary. She's it's a, manipulative she, and cult leadery. She's a monster. She's a monster. She's a total but monster. But also an essential part of the show. Please keep her. Jen arrives on Scooter, which I screamed. <laughs> like, I that was kind of iconic. Yeah, via Vespa. Stuart's driving her. She's wearing an Italian flag and a beret. Mm-hmm. And you hear like, do 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 Meredith arrives in a backless look. I just wrote, wow. Whoa. Straight from Milano. She looks like Gorgeous. a motorcycle chick yeah. in Italy. Mm-hmm. Who like... She's also like kind of an assassin. Yeah, she's femme fatale. She's like, she would be on... Killing Eve. Killing Eve or like if the Kimura let females into their... Nah, they kind of do. But if like if she was in Gamora, she'd be like riding around on scooters and she'd like come up next to your car and be like, yeah, she'll fucking kill your ass. Seeing Meredith's face kind of slightly. Her in a in a helmet. Yeah. With that bun. But seeing her shooting like a semi automatic thing and then seeing her face sort of like shake a little, just not moving her mouth, just being stone faced while her face gyrates. Mm hmm. I can see that. Are pulling up next to you as you're driving on the highway and you're just like, oh, and then all of a sudden she's just like, and just like rips, like fully just peppers you with bullets. Mm -hmm. You die. Yeah. And then she zooms off and goes shopping. You die. She goes shopping and eats spaghetti and gets pampered. And you're like, "Mm, it's okay. You enter the Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. Celestial van. Heather picks Whitney up and apparently Mary, (laughs) Mary sent to punish Whitney for not answering her phone. She ne- Whitney never called. According to Mary, never called her back, which is a lie. That's fucking rude. Um, but it's also it, a lie. Rude if true, but also a lie. Yeah. And she told Whitney that uh, the theme was a totally different theme because she wanted her to like embarrass herself. So she told her it was like a mafia. <laughs> Whitney goes, or Mary goes, well, Whitney didn't answer the phone. So she'll be arriving in mafia streetwear. Yeah. Um, but... Whitney found out, luckily, the, the day before what the actual theme was. So she came, like, sort of on theme. But not really. The Her screenshots of the invitations. <laughs> Mary went to the lengths of sending a false invite. But even the invitation that she did send was confusing. Like She got, like, it, it looked was like not Spirit like Halloween. Fashionable. No, it looked like Spirit Halloween, like, slutty. It was, like, a white, it was, like, the white woman in fall meme, almost. Yeah. Like, a, a big turtleneck and, like, hair being, like, mm, and then, like, dried <laughs> spaghetti. And then, like, another, like, woman, like, sipping wine. It had nothing to do with fashion. I it, wouldn't have looked at that and been, like, oh, f- oh, high fashion. Italian streetwear. It's confounding. It's truly confounding. Does she do this on purpose or is this just like... No, I really think this is how her brain is. It's just, Everything is so confusing. You it's, go left, she's going right. Yeah, I think the trauma and the abuse that she's both endured and foisted upon others has like jumbled her fucking brains into meatballs. Whitney's <laughs> invitation was incredible. It was just stock photos that she probably ripped off of like Amazon.com of like... I don't even that mafia she interpreted as like a mafia hoe. And it's but like, it's, it's literally like, like slutty maids. It's just a woman in like a vest and a fedora and underwear. <laughs> but like different angles of that same person, just like shoddily copied and pasted into the invite. Um Whitney also has dark eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 
This is a look. I think everyone's been getting microblading because mm-hmm. Meredith's eyebrows have also been in a bit Super. of a confusing place. But I choose to believe that it's just like the aftermath of some microblading. I agree. Also, Mary's just trouncing around this weird kitchen space going, Bolognese. Bolognese. Taramiso. Taramiso. Not pronouncing anything correctly. No. She, she claims also she's like wearing not Italian stuff. She's and they're drinking champagne, which is French. French. <laughs> Mary's like I'm like Mary. Have you? I don't think Mary's ever been. To, no, she has. But... Has she? Oh, she has. I've seen pictures yeah. of her like in Venice. Actually, I'm maybe remembering. She, maybe she's. She could have just photoshopped herself yeah. into those pictures. The invitation said a cooking day in Italy with Mary. <laughs> I would bring. I would bring. I bring like... bear mace. I'd bring mace too. I would bring something to protect myself because I'd be like, a I don't shield? know what's going to happen. I would also bring something to throw up to make myself throw up in case Mary poisoned poisoned everyone. I would be waiting. Yeah, I would have like a test, a taste tester. Mary is so, but she's very good at breaking people down. Like she could convince, I feel like she could convince at least Whitney to like drink cyanide. To prove her love. She definitely has like the ability to cuttingly read people. And they're not like that. They're not that. They're not like they don't. They're reads that don't really make sense. Yeah. Some of them are But I think if you say it over and over or just like powerfully enough, you can get like a weaker minded person to like buy into it. Whitney goes, I almost dressed like that until yesterday. (laughs) I love Whitney being almost fooled. She goes, Mary is mad at me because she thinks I was ignoring her call. But I wasn't. But I wasn't. I was at carpool. I was in carpool. And then they wa- Heather and Whitney walk in and Mary goes, ooh, where's the mafia costume? She was and she, waiting. And she goes, next time, pick the phone up. You didn't call me back, nor did you text me. <laughs> Whitney goes, oh, Mary, I'm so sorry. I was carpooling. And then Lisa Lisa Barlow walks in and she goes she walks up to Whitney and she goes, Wow, mafia, gangster. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's so Lisa in a fedora in red from the waist up and Gucci from the waist down. The queen Amazing. has arrived. I wrote Mary is fully schizophrenic. She is. She goes, Miss Goosey. Miss Goosey. Miss Goosey, I have a gift for you all. Yeah. And she comes up. With a bunch of Louis Vuitton bags. And they all think they're going to get Louis Vuitton. And then it's just aprons. In Louis Vuitton bags. bags. So I think she was trying to like trick them. I think she was just trying to present them like nicely or whatever. Like gift wrap them. But it is very confusing. They're basic white aprons and they have her names. The names of what their names would be in Italian. But except Heather's name is Erica. Erica. (laughs) I don't believe that. I don't know that much Italian yet, but I don't believe that Heather is Erica. No, none of this makes any sense. Do you think, though, because I think Mary said, tell me what your name is in Italian. Yeah. And maybe because there is no such thing as Italian Heather, (sighs) and Heather was like, I'll be Erica. Like, she's playing ball. I think it's also like, 
you know, like in Spanish class, you would get like your yeah, sp- people. And every girl was like, I'm going to be Margarita. I'm like something. I'm My name actually means this. And it's like, no, it doesn't. No. Your name is literally your name. I always hated my name. I was like, everyone else got the good names. And now I'm stuck being, I don't even know what I was. I was just Carrie. <laughs> I was. Carrie. Not Lara. Lara. What was I? Laura. You were. La Llorona. (laughs) La Llorona. Jenny's at home. Cooking with her angel children. They're like, this episode, but this was the first time where I was a little like, okay, I'm kind of freaked out by these kids. Her son Triton, which is a cool name. He goes, she goes, hey, do you want to make yogurt with me since I was uninvited to a cooking class? And her son goes, of course, I'd love to. And I was like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> too into it and then her daughter comes in and she goes what are you guys doing and jenny's like well we're making my favorite kind of yogurt want to help and jenny and corin or something what's her name carlin carlin goes yes i'd love to okay yeah i'm with you on this that where i did get a little bit like stepford children vibes yeah. but i think and i would think that it's jenny that's putting them up to it yeah. I got the sense that it's like, you're going to act this way on, on camera. camera. There's something incredibly sinister about Jenny and her whole family. Or Jenny and Dewey, the kids, I won't fault them because they're literal children. But there's something sinister afoot. If my mom was like, want to help me make yogurt, I'd literally be like, no. I'd be like, okay. Or I'd be like, Fine. Can we make cookie dough instead? Yeah. Then? Very strange. She did say Mary can dress elegant on the outside, but she's shitty on the inside. I was like, good. Mm, spot the line. True. Meredith, they're they're making like a, I think bread, like olive. Oil. They're making pasta. Oh, they're making pasta. Yeah. Oh, I thought they're making olive oil bread. No, honey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you need to go to a cooking class. I took cooking classes when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. With this woman in our town who was the grandmother of someone in my sister's class. She was awesome and she had this cool house and she just loved cooking. So she would have cooking classes with like boys in my class. We were like six. Love. She would just teach us and then we, she basically would do it all for us. What'd you make? Like chicken. We'd bring it home. Cute. But she would basically end up doing everything. We would just play in her backyard. <laughs> yeah. Um, Meredith is putting her olive oil on her pasta and she's it's overflowing. They have the crack eggs. So you make like a little pile of flour and then I guess you crack eggs in it and then mix it up. And that's like the pasta ingredients. The Whitney and Heather go, that's what she said. <laughs> he is make a pot, make a pile and then do a little divot in the middle. And Lisa goes like a little volcano. <laughs> I've lived for Lisa Barlow in cooking class. Mm-hmm. And then they, they make the pasta and like, Bring it over. Do it out, whatever. And then I love that like the next thing that they're gonna cook in this cooking class is a caprese salad. I know. It's like not cooking. No. It's just a pile of burrata cheese and you literally cut a tomato into four. It looked good. I mean it was yummy. But Lisa like Barla goes, I love burrata. <laughs> Mary goes, That's culinary. <laughs> <laughs> That's you cooking. You mean like, did they make olive oil bread? It was like, they clearly made pasta. There was a whole okay. bit of that making pasta. You go, that's culinary. That's culinary. That's you and six years old taking cooking class. That's that's on culinary. That's culinary. One time in a cooking class, I pushed a kid that was being mean to me into one of those turtles sandbox things, but it was in the winter like- <laughs> and it was filled with wet 
cold rainwater and leaves. And he was saying something mad at me about my family, so I pushed him in. And that was cooking class? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the teacher apparently... That was another cooking class, and the, the teacher was... How many cooking... A lot. You took a lot of cooking classes that did not involve any sort of cooking, just sandboxes. And the, the woman who taught it was a friend of my parents, and she said she saw the whole thing and, like, was having a hard time not laughing. <laughs> you pitched him, and you go, that's, <sighs> you go, that's culinary. That's culinary. <laughs> that's justice. Speak of my ill, my family again, and you'll hit the turtle. I'll fucking push you I'll in that turtle. I'll fucking put you in the sandbox. I'll bury you. I'll bury you in the wet leaves. Mary is me being way too into Italy and Italian culture. She is. Just move there, Mary. Set up another church in Italy. She could flee to Italy and probably get pretty far doing like Christianity. Uh-huh. I love burrata. I love burrata. They all sit down and then... <laughs> Mary makes Heather bless the food. They all hold hands. And Lisa and Jenny or Jen are like not cool with each other. They just hold pinkies. They hold pinkies several times. They keep having to go back because Mary keeps <laughs> and they're making like, them. And Heather's... I love when you just like hate someone. You don't even want to look at them. But you're forced to just like grip their pinky over and over. Heather says thou and thee in her prayer. <laughs> like a good Mormon lady. Like a good little Mormon lady. Um, And then the conversation turns to Whitney not answering Mary's phone. Whitney goes, Mary, I was doing carpool. <laughs> I was in carpool. I was in carpool, you know, going to soccer practice. I was in carpool, going with my kids in carpool. For 45 minutes. And Mary goes, what, you're driving carpool for 24 hours? <laughs> Mary's never Mary driven. Mary is a stand-up comedian. She's also never driven a carpool in her life. No, she just like What's doesn't that? get it. Yeah, what? She's like, what, you like. Get you take your kids to school in a yeah. car you for twenty four hours. You then pick your kids up. Yeah, and take them somewhere. No. Mm-mm. And Whitney goes, "Oh, but Mary, I did try to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> I called you back two hours later, but you didn't pick up." He goes, mm-mm. "Mm-mm." No, she denies it completely. And then it, everyone's grievances are just coming out at this point. Yeah. And then Whitney, of course. So Whitney is like both the victim, but then also the pot surrogate. Then she goes, Lisa, I am so sorry. I could not come to Fresh Wolf event. And then <laughs> Jen's like, well, I wasn't invited. Mary goes, no, well, Mary goes, you know, I'm never invited. She goes, I'm just used to it by now. And then And then Jen goes, Mary, I wasn't invited either. So I know what you feel. And then Lisa goes, it was an event for Fresh Wolf, Jack and Henry's company. Jack put the guest list together. It's not my decision. It was Jack. It was his event. I love her blaming Jack. This is why you have kids. Is so you can them. force them to make companies and then throw them under the bus whenever you need to. Jen, I'm so sorry. Jack, but I was. it was a little like... I, I understand in this moment, Jen. I, I, I'm on Jen's side in this moment because she did come to that photo shoot. Yeah, and, and like, they had just talked about they had just really talked s- about Whitney being potentially sketchy with Iris and Bull, and like, and she was like being really supportive of Jack and Henry, and like, was yeah. like, let's have a fun photo shoot, and brought like wolf stuff, and and so it's, it is weird that weird. she didn't get the invite, and then Whitney did, and then Heather goes, what did Jen do to Jack to make him not want her at the party, and then what did Whitney do to make Jack <laughs> want them there? I'm like. Whitney, he's like probably like I want to look at Whitney. I want tits. her boobies yeah. at my party. Yeah, 
Jack and Henry's company. <laughs> it's Jack and Henry's company. And then Meredith finally defends Lisa. I know. I was like, finally, queen. She took an Adderall this morning. She goes, guys, the party. She goes, the party wasn't that big, guys. It was like very, very small. It wasn't like anything that crazy. Yeah. She goes, I like I have to be I have to say that. It was for Jack and Henry, and then she... So she defends Lisa. She's like, and there will be many more parties. There will be more parties. She goes, not everyone's going to be invited to every single thing. And then Jen's like, well, I think it's really weird that you invited Whitney when you were saying to me that, like, she just sent, like, an ex-employee of mine. Like, you brought this up. Like, why did you bring that up? And then Lisa goes... Well, I was trying to extend an olive branch to Whitney. So I'm like in my head. So you did come up with a guest list, Lisa. (laughs) You just said it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then Whitney hops in to like clarify the Iris and Bo gifting scandal. And she goes, Jen's employee, who we won't say his name, reached out. And I said, oh, no, do not get in contact. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Do, do not, not get in get contact, in contact with, with him. Me. And do not talk to him. Do and not talk to him. Then he, then I guess he just she goes, but if you want to buy Iris and Bo, feel you, free. Feel free. I will not turn away a client. And so I guess he just bought a bunch of Iris and Bo products and then posted on Instagram like, "Thank you so much." That's like, what he your did theory the influencer was. Yeah. Hustle. Yeah. You're just like, like, <laughs> thank you, Gap. You're wearing Gap. I'm like, thank you, CB2, for this gorgeous fucking furniture. People tagging. I'm gonna actually start doing that for everything. People tagging brands that. Don't, don't give them anything. Haven't asked them to tag them is my favorite thing ever. When you can just tell it's not. And you're just pretending that it was yeah, all gifted. It's incredible. I'm I think I need to start doing that more. No, I, I admire it's bold. It's like it's really I've never done that because I can't take the like just the, the shame and the cringe and the embarrassment of it. But it's also like you're manifesting this for yourself and you're like <laughs> go off with your desperation. You gotta start somewhere. Just tag I it. would love a CB2 sponsorship. Mm. If anyone's listening who works at CB2, yeah, look it up. Uh, and then Lisa gets really mad and she goes, I am so happy with my kids. I'm literally so happy with them. And I'm just like, I love them <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's like no one's saying. She goes, they go, you were planting a seed. And she goes, no, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm not going to sit here and get piled on like this. She goes, I feel like this group is not going to be happy until I choke on my pasta and die. She goes, it was Jack and Henry's event. I'm so proud of them. I'm I'm going to shut it down right now. I can't talk about this anymore. I'm very happy with my kids. I love them. (laughs) I'm obsessed. So awkward. It's incredible. Incredible, like, redirecting. But also, like, very inefficient redirecting because everyone's like, we're not talking yeah. about your kids. Yeah, sure you do. We, we love our kids, too. But she, Lisa is truly, like, if I speak it, so shall it be. It's true. 
Um, and then Mary. The Mary just goes, and now everyone raise a glass because we're having a toast in the middle of the fight. <laughs> this is dinner party from hell. This almost. is someone's face was like, I think it's like Heather's face was just like. Heather again her comments in this moment were in this scene were great because she was sort of quietly narrating <laughs> the insanity that we were witnessing she's the audience avatar of she just is. being like everyone's acting crazy and Heather is actually really good at not acting crazy or getting keyed up so I do hats off her to her I have to say this dinner party from hell like blows the Beverly Hills trying to make the dinner party from hell again out of the water i think oh yeah i can't even remember what that like second dinner party from hell even was oh wish yeah no please yeah they've gotten lazy on beverly hills we need to up the ante yeah take notes i'm very very happy with my kids i love them so much not even going to criticize them i'm so happy and proud of them and then whitney starts jen and mary start kind of like talking again about like their issues right no so mary says let's have a toast everyone raise a glass and then she says something and then jen says don't worry mary like i have your back i can't remember what it was in regards to but jen was like don't worry like oh they asked about jenny not being there oh they start talking about jenny and she's like I don't like her, like, blah, blah, blah. And then Jen was like, well, don't worry. If she tries to come for you again, I have your back. And then Mary, like, continues talking. And Whitney tries to bet. And she's like, I'm Mary. I do not think you heard her when she said this to you. And Mary just is like, basically, shut the fuck up, Whitney. Yeah. She goes, oh, Mary. (laughs) She goes, oh, Mary. What I think she's trying to say, which I get is like, that's an annoying thing when someone's like, don't talk, don't tell me. Like I fucking heard it and yeah. it's whatever. Jenny did snap at her. So like she did yell, like we all saw it. Yeah. And like, move on. This is none of your business in a conversation that doesn't concern you. Oh, and, Mary. Just oh, what what Mary. she's trying to say. And then she goes, stop it. Stop it. She goes, don't explain it to me. I don't need you to translate it for me. She goes, you child, you child. And then Whitney goes, oh, a child. I am not a child. I am not a child. I'm a very smart woman. And then Mary goes, take it as a compliment. You are a child. And I was like, wait. What? I was like, oh, okay. And then she goes, what I am trying to say is Jen offered you a very beautiful moment. And Mary goes, bring your voice down. Bring your voice down. You can go. You can go. She almost looks on the verge of tears. She goes, little girl. And then she goes, little girl. And then her eyes widen. And I was like, holy shit. She just put a curse on her. I just I wrote, wrote, God damn. I wrote incredible work, Mary. Yeah. And then Whitney stands up and she goes, she goes, Mary, I love you. <laughs> she goes, don't you understand this? I love you, Mary. Mary Cosby. I have had your back since day one. Which she has. Mary, I love you. Mary, I love it. I love you. It was giving me Dee Dee and... Season three of Beverly Hills when that famous fight that Taylor has where she's pointing. It's like the cat meme. And Dee Dee goes up to Camille and she goes, Camille, I love you. <laughs> and Camille goes, I know. I love screaming at someone that you love them. I love you. I love you. It's like very swim fan. And Mary goes, get out of here, bobblehead. <laughs> I, okay, so this is where I was like, And then Mary goes, well, act like it when she says, I love you. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, 
This is how Mary treats her followers. Yeah. If, if you she- step out, if she perceives, it's not even if you step out of line because it's so subjective. It's if Mary perceives that you've stepped out of line and feels like you have disrespected her. And in this case, I guess it's just not answering her FaceTime right away. And then according or, to her, not calling her back. Or just questioning her or debating her a little about something. I don't even think Whitney debated her. It was literally just like, well, yeah. first it was the not answering the phone call, but then also Whitney trying to get in and like, that was a bad move on Whitney's part. It was bad. But it, but also I think it's like Whitney knows how to have a fight on camera. But uh, this is when I was like, I was getting a glimpse of what it was like to probably be in that church. Oh yeah. Her being berating you and then, and then being like, you know, mother God, I love you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, act like it. Then act like it. Prove it. Prove it to me. Prove your love to me. Yeah. It's very like. Yeah. Fascinating. Ab- abusive. Yeah. So then Whitney runs off to go sit on the couch and with Meredith and cry. And she. Meredith is drunk. Yeah. Which I <laughs> yeah. love. She says that she did actually call Barry, Barry back two hours later, but Mary never answered. And then instead just sent her like tons of angry text messages and then she reads some of the texts she's received from mary over the years and one of them was like they're in they're actually the meanest text messages like i've ever heard was like i don't need to inject my face with all those fillers like i'm naturally beautiful i've never had plastic uh, surgery in my life la- i was like, like also, oh, mary honey you head transplant yeah like and she's like <laughs> You have a tummy tuck, nose job, tits, like blah, blah, blah. It's disgusting and I don't need any of it. And she goes. I was like, Mary, you you're fa- you had a complete overhaul change of your whole. Yeah. Like you are a new. You, you look are a completely new person. different. You also had your older glands removed. I like when Meredith is like, what text did she send you? And Whitney goes, oh. And then <laughs> Whitney goes, oh, I have a few. And then she just <laughs> is going through them. And it's literally just text after text of just abuse and cruelty and mary just saying the most like horrific shit well it's also just like how do you even argue with that because you're literally everyone's seen the before and after pictures so i guess you just have to be like okay no but she's apps she's out of her fucking mind she's out of her mind mary she's i'm sorry she's who are you apologizing to i I don't think anyone's like she's really with no but she's she's truly oh carrie i I love mary and i think she's on to something she's wretched she's a wretched person she, she is, but also an essential worker. She's an essential person to the show, but she's a fucking ghoul. Mm-hmm. And then Whitney brings up that Meredith... Well, Meredith kind of, I think, is very disturbed still by... She goes, the, do you even think there's any... I had a very bizarre experience at Lisa's party. It was just very cryptic. I had a very bizarre talk cryptic. with someone at Lisa's party. And it's it's been... It's shaken me up a little. I've been thinking about it <laughs> since then. She's very droopy and sleepy in this she, moment. She goes, do you know Cameron? And then Whitney goes, oh, well, no, I've never <laughs> heard of Cameron, but I know Jolie and Mary's cousin. Yeah, she's close with Mary's cousin, Joel, and said that Joel Jolie. took her aside once and said, warned her to never make Mary mad. And Whitney goes, well, the followers of Mary's church truly see her as god they pray to her as god when they speak in tongues they speak to mary as god and so that was when 
The first time we've heard it. The first time someone has vocalized exactly what is going on in that cursed church. And then it shows just a photo. Mary's mom. <laughs> of Mary's grandma. mom. Grandma. Grandma Cosby with Jesus. It's like very North Korea. It's very like. It's incredibly Kim Jong. Like the exalting. They, so Mary's grandmother was considered God's like wife. Yeah. Or equal. But then she died and... Or, Came into Mary. Yeah, and then Mary was just bumped up. She got to leapfrog over her own mother and then just become... So this is... I think this is going to cause a big fight between Meredith and Mary. Yeah. Because I think Mary is going to be like, you've been... You have to choose. Or like, you've been inquiring about me. So that shows that you're not loyal to me. I don't want Mary to leave the show. And I'm afraid that this will push her into leaving the show. Because how do you even like walk back from I think the, the next, facts that you're a cult leader. I think this is going to be the next big scandal. As, she cannot leave. No, I know, but I think this is going to be like the next thing that Erica comes to levels. fruition. Okay. Yeah. Bless. Then Meredith's like, let me walk you back to the table and I will broker peace. <laughs> <laughs> and she clutches Whitney and then slowly dramatically walks her back to the table. She sort of, kind of quells mary mm-hmm. mary she's somehow she is the mary whisperer she, she, mary becomes docile with meredith mary's she, fully insane keyed up when they sit down she goes you're not hearing my side she's like you took her side you went right out there to help her and she's like no I, she was leaving mary so i wanted to get her before she walked out the door and then mary <laughs> and then mary goes mary goes okay she goes okay all right give me a hug and then they go in and they get a hug and then heather goes since when is Meredith the fucking Mary Whisperer? Just has the skill. She does. Sensual queen. Then Mary says, everyone sits down and Mary goes, Whitney, you're not my friend. <laughs> you're not my friend. And, and then Whitney goes, but I literally am. And I've been, she goes, oh, she, but I've been defending you. And she says, you're not my friend. And then Whitney goes, mm, the gloves are off then. So now the gloves are fucking Which, off. Don't underestimate Whitney. No, Whitney. Her when power the, to sh- stir shit up. She's a shit fucking stirrer and the gloves are fucking off and thank God. Yeah. Thank God for that. Thank Mary for that. Mary. Meredith calls Heather the next day and she's going to Aspen for, she's like, we're going to Aspen for a memorial for my father. So I'm going to meet you guys in Vail. And so until then, Heather, I'm putting you in charge, which I love. I love when you put someone in charge. And Heather's like, gladly. She's also wearing like... Heather looked bizarre in this moment, mm-hmm. but I let it go. And I said, let's just get to Vail. Sharif is packing. Or Jen is or packing. Or Jen's packing with Mauricio? What's Morello? Marilo. Marilo. Um, and Sharif comes in, and mean? I just wrote nervous for them. He seems unwell. He's weary. He's weary, and Jen is in full delusional mode. Packing, packing, packing outfits. For two days. For two days, having several So many suitcases. fur hats, yeah. And then we're in the beauty lab and laser parking lot. The day of. My home away from home. And... Heather FaceTimes Mary. <laughs> and Mary can't... First of all, isn't on screen. She's You just see like a sliver of her forehead and her giant gold bedpost. This is when I FaceTime with my mom a lot of the time. It's either like showing me a wall or like the floor, but like not meaning to and not understanding. And Mary basically says like, 
I had such a headache like last night and I can't come to the beauty lab and laser. I'm just going to meet you guys there. But basically it's just trying to dodge a car, a car ride with. with Whitney. She's also flying private. I love. I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fire up the jet. Um, here comes Jen and her braids. I wrote <laughs> <laughs> Whitney and Jenny both show up and get like settled in. And I love when Whitney, cause Jenny's wearing these like massive, like gold platforms. And Whitney goes, how do you walk in those shoes? And Jenny goes, very well. Ooh. And I was like, thank God. I love it when people, it's like. That's a very like, how's your head? No yeah. Complaints. Don't fucking ask people how they walk in the shoes. They're walking. How do you walk in these shoes? Then yeah, Jen and her braids show up to in sit truck. in the car. So she she comes on in and she goes, I brought snacks for everyone. And like, they're all. He 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 he! Everyone's complimenting Jen on her braids, which are truly unhinged. Yeah, unhinged. And she gets a phone call, and her face during the phone call. She looks at the camera at one point, <laughs> and she asks Whitney, like, scoots over to Whitney, and is like, "Can you t- turn my mic off?" I just love also seeing footage that was not meant to air. Like, I'm sure they're just getting like whatever footage, yeah. like not before the trip like everyone's getting settled so she's like turn my mic off and then she goes out of the van to like have the phone call and then heather has gone into beauty lab and laser to go pee and comes out as jen's getting off the phone and jen says i have some bad news sharif senior is in the hospital and has internal bleeding which i was confused for a minute i was like wait Sharif Sr. is her husband. Because at one point, Whitney goes, oh, you mean your husband, Sharif? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Sharif. I know, but I thought for a minute it was, she was talking about like the, his dad or maybe or his something. dad. I don't know. But some she, I, I love the lie of internal bleeding. That's a serious, like, that's like fatal. Yeah. That's like you. It's internal bleeding. Yeah. It's, that's, it's an it's, emergency. That's an emergency. And she's kind of chill about it. She goes, I don't know. He has an appointment. He had an appointment today at the hospital and now he has internal bleeding. And the yeah. more she says it, the more I'm like, you're such a liar. So she goes back on the bus and she, she tells everyone and everyone's like, oh no. Whitney goes, I oh, just no. got a call from the hospital and Sharif senior is in there and he has internal bleeding and he might need surgery. So and she's taking it to a level of internal, the in, she's up the ante to surgery. But she's also saying, but if he's fine, then I'm going to come. <laughs> and I was like, wait. So in her head, this could all be sorted out and she could still make the veil trip. Yeah. She's like, just got to go check in on Sharif Sr.'s internal bleeding potential need for surgery. And Lisa Barlow, who's there, we forgot to say she arrives and she's like, she's like, she goes, wait, so he's going to be okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just like, they're confused by her. Yeah. Heather's like, my God, like, we don't have to go or we can wait for you or like, what do you want? And she's like, no, 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 go. And then, and then I'll, I'll figure it out. And then I'll see if I can just come meet you. And I was like, this is Erica Jane levels of lie. This is Tom got in a car accident. Tom got, Tom. It was a robber. Tom came in the house and went in a car accident. My son came to check on him and he rolled his car five times in the snow. Ladies, Tom is bleeding internally. As a result of the crash, she's bleeding internally. <laughs> um, and then her gay comes and gets her in the truck and Jen just fucking speeds just off. Speeds off. And, and then they're all like, damn, what the fuck? Should we leave? Should we wait? And Jenny's like, Lisa no, goes, we no. should leave. Lisa goes, this is just not awesome. <laughs> Lisa's like, I don't think we should go. Like, and Jenny, I love Jenny being like, 
Let's just go. Let's just fucking go. I don't need to get out of here. I was obsessed with the producer, the poor beleaguered producer that came on. She goes, are you guys serious about not going? And I was just like this poor person. <laughs> um, and then so they're they're on the bus. This is astounding to me. They're on the bus just chit-chatting, kind of talking about Sharif, hoping he's okay. And in the background, you start seeing like police in bulletproof vests arriving like a swarm of police like slowly creeping around it takes the a van. minute for them to see they're all just none of yeah. them notice it's 12 minutes after jen has departed the police descend and there's homeland security nypd is there nypd yeah, yeah. lisa goes so, what oh my god what's going on what what's the going fuck, on what the fuck is going on this is not good. Lisa, this is, I had a moment where I was like, did Lisa tip them off? Cause her, she could have, her acting in this was pretty like she, the way she was acting was like very like, whoa, this is so unexpected. When they're all talking about like, should we go or not go? Or like, what do you think Jen would want us to do? Someone's like, I think she, she just wants us to go. Like she mm-hmm. said, go. And Lisa goes, I would too. I'd be like, go have a blast. <laughs> And then they go outside and Heather's like, something's weird. Something's Something's weird. weird. It's It's like, yeah, something's weird. There's literal (laughs) SWAT team. Homeland Security. Heather goes, what's what's IHS? And she goes, International Homeland Security. (laughs) Lisa goes, it's not about Sharif. (laughs) I'm obsessed with this unfolding, Lisa narrating this situation unfolding. Um police and the police are being kind of weird they're going is jen okay like we're just making sure she's okay that weirded me the fuck that out i was out. like a don't trust the police whatsoever but also they're acting they're acting like it was weird in that was what in what world has a policeman or woman or they them ever come up to you and been like are they okay yeah we just want to talk to her is she okay like, i'd be like that's actually the least trustworthy thing i'd rather have you Break down the doors, hold me at yeah, gunpoint, that's... and scream at me to and demand to know where Jen Shaw is. Then try and pull a. Is she okay? Yeah, that was creepy. It's like it's you okay, Claude? You're all wearing. Yeah, it's very you okay, Claude. They're all wearing literal bulletproof vests and probably have like machine guns. And they're like, "We're just looking for Jen. We just want to make sure she's okay. We just want to talk to her. We just want to talk to her. Did and she that, seem okay? If I if I didn't know what was happening and that was happening to someone I knew, I'd be like. Did she like murder someone? Like I would have all these thoughts in my head. Like no, things are. Did she kill not her husband? Okay. Is like what's going on? Did she kill Sharif? Yeah, and something then the, is amiss. So the police, they're like, well, she said her husband had internal bleeding, and she's at the hospital. And they're like, yeah, what what kind of car was she driving? How long ago was that? And they're like, 12, 11, 12 minutes. Police aren't very savvy. No, but they're creepy. I mean, obviously, but they're like that's sinister shit. We just don't ask sure. like that we just want to make sure she's okay i mean i guess what way do you ask you're just damned if you do damned if you don't if you're a police person but like well they probably they're not they're probably also like we don't know if these women are in on it with her do you know what i mean like for a second yeah, or we don't want these women to not tell us where we don't want these people to cover for her yeah. and not tell us so we're gonna try but like or call her and be trying like, like a nice approach like oh my god i'm just like so worried oh about god, her we this- just like Really want to see if she's okay. Yeah, we just like are really worried about her, and like we just like want to like do like a wellness check. We're just and trying then... to talk to her, and like we're honestly just worried and want to make sure she's fine. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then Heather is back on the bus, and she goes, "I think I'm gonna call Stuart." Lisa goes, "You guys, I'm gonna puke." <laughs> 
And then she's so casual. And then at one point, someone says, I think it's Heather going, should I call him? And then Lisa goes, no, you better not. <laughs> Which I was like, damn, she's either just one step ahead always and just gets that like that's going to incriminate us or she. I think Lisa likes to keep everything above board. Like she's, she's keeping she's, her side of the street clean. She's terrestrial. Yeah. She's not trying to like get incriminated. You guys, I'm going to puke. Guys, I'm going to puke. She goes, something's weird. It's not about Sharif. There's like a guy pointing a machine gun at her and she's like, wow, something's weird about this. She goes, this is not good. It's very, <laughs> it's very Cola Scola. And then I thought, something, something, ain't, something right. ain't right about that. Lisa in her big square glasses and I'm obsessed with her like almost famous shearling coat yeah. that she's wearing. She truly is Penny Lane vibes. She's Penny Lane. And she goes, the fuck is going on what the fuck is going on that's God, me this is not good that is that's me about covid something's weird and apparently the next episode takes is the entire episode is on the bus oh my god which a i think bottle, is that is a, a bottle episode genius genius contained drama I'm in awe of the work that's being done on this show Emmy it should win an Emmy it should and I'm also like I just want to formally apologize for like ever doubting Me too. that these people can bring it, could bring it because they bring I, was a Mary. I was a hater for a while or I dipped in and out of haterdom and I was wrong for that. Me too. No, it's, it's, it's the real deal. And I think it's so much more compelling than fucking Erica Jane. I have to take a stand there and say that I'm extremely compelled also by Erica Jane, but in the no, meantime... No, but this is insane. This is like another level of like... Well, this is like fully unfolding with someone that doesn't have the re- the Erica Jane level resources. Yes. So... She's got some resources. Yeah, but like not... She can't like hide things in the way that Erica can yeah. hide things. What if she... What if at one point Jen like considered like, let's all just kill ourselves through the Shaw squad? And they were like... She's like, will you turn off my mic? She's like, take a sip of this. It's yeah. like cyanide. And they're all like, no. Like, she's like, okay. We'll all we'll meet at the chalet, we'll all- and we'll all fucking cut our wrists at the same time. <laughs> they're like, Jen, we have family. Like, no. I have a partner. She's like, what the fuck? Fuck you all. Oh my god. I'm she just- would like scream at you for not killing yourself with her. What are doing? I'm getting the knife. I'm gonna stab it in my throat. You do it too. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking. Oh my God. I'm so grateful that we are yeah. not only going on tour, but going on tour when this shit's starting to unfold. God's mercy is shining <sighs> down upon us. Praise Joseph Smith. Praise. Shout out to Joseph Smith, because honestly, without him, we wouldn't have Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Whitney. Who is most oh, improved. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, Mary, I love you. Mary, I love you. I love you, Mary. Mary, <laughs> Mary do you see I love you? Mary, do you see I love oh, you? Oh, no, I was in carpool. I was in carpool, Mary. <laughs> Don't you see? It's like this Irish... No. I think we should take the pole out of the room. I take to the pole every night before I go to bed. And she is like an old Irish maiden. She is. Well, I can't wait for next week. We released 20 tickets to Boston, our sold out show. and There's eight, nine left. Yeah, there are nine left as of today. New York, there's still some tickets left, but they're going fast. So 
get on that because that's the show that's the final show of this tour that's the final nail in the coffin of this tour that's and the city i used to live in want to miss it yeah i need a i need a return to home philly philly new york you guys are good don't do a damn thing don't do never change you better just show up not make any fucking cracks about jersey um but guys i'm so ready i was born ready i can't wait we're gonna put our whole pussies into these shows and it's like get ready Mm -hmm. pussy pussy (laughs) pussy (laughs) any final thoughts oh (laughs) oh Oh no. Oh no, Larry. Oh no. Larry. I love you, Larry. Love you, Larry. Bye. Bye.